0: Hi, and welcome to Black on the Mat, the space where culture, community, and yoga intersect through our lived experiences. We're your hosts, I'm Danielle.
1: And I'm Seisha. Join us on this journey to bring representation and shed light on often overlooked stories on the yoga mat.
0: We're creating an accessible roadmap into yoga for black people, building a community in this predominantly white space.
1: And letting folks already into yoga know that we're here. Should I be yogi? You are yogi. You're
0: in your yoga shirt, girl. Uh,
1: Well, I mean, sure. I have suspenders. It looks like I have suspenders on. So I just feel like. You look fabulous
0: as usual. I don't know what the world you're talking about. (laughs) I'm like loving the hair. I
1: love the shirt.
0: You are looking fabulous. So I
1: I thank Jesus for the hair. Jesus and genetics. It just worked out because I don't do anything. And if I had to, I don't. I would be looking like who did it in ran regularly.
0: And yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I, I do that. do something, and I'm like, okay, it's like rolling the <laughs> dice. What are we <laughs> gonna get today? Okay, twist it, twist it, twist it. Oh, this looks like one's going one <laughs> way, one's going the other way. And one, <laughs> again, I'm like, oh, it actually looks like you actually tried to do something today. I'm like, yes, come through. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: so I want life. To- What is your
0: story? Like, how did you first stumble in on yoga?
1: So I started yoga because um, my best friend got into it. My best friend is also a certified teacher. She um, was doing her hours and I saw just a change in her. And I really I wanted to apply that to my students in the classroom more so even than like myself and my thought processes I was just like I think my students could use this yeah and I found this yoga program yoga teaching program for classroom teachers to bring mindfulness um, practices into the classroom I was like oh wow this is perfect so I um I attended this program and as I was doing this, obviously, you know, when you do, so for those of you who don't know, when you do yoga teacher training, you have to do so many hours of practice before you can actually take the class. Um, That's usually a part of the um, requirements, right? Like make sure you practice this many hours, 100 hours, 50 hours, whatever it is, right? So I was attending as many classes as I could, but I was not finding resources online. I was, because everything I was looking up I saw zero representation of a body that worked like mine, looked like mine. Um, And I saw, there was every, it was mostly white people, mostly very trim, slim, slender, long white people uh, that live somewhere where there's just pure white walls. Um, And (laughs) Just the white wall, girl. (laughs) I'm like, that's the only representation of yoga. Like that's the image just cemented in my mind, right? And, and cause that was what was really presented in our Western media yeah. in that time. Um, and so, and there's nothing wrong with people that look like this practicing yoga. I'm not saying to keep them off the mat. I'm just saying, where is my space on it, <laughs> right? So as I realized, like, I don't see the resources, I said, well, just then once I'm educated about what it is I'm gonna provide the resources. Um, I'm a teacher, so I, I'm a school teacher, uh, by, um, education, right? I, um, I have a master's degree in the, in the art of teaching middle, and I saw middle school to high school math, uh, special ed. That is what I do, or that's what I did, I should say at the time. And so I was teaching high school, um, and my children were so smart and so capable, but they were afraid, like had crazy testing anxiety. And so like, I was just trying to do it for, the kind of peace of mind that I could provide for them. And then I found also so much peace here. I found so much growth in the space in my body and it felt good to practice and it felt good to be consistent to go to class. And I love teaching. And I was already, I literally started this with a path of teaching in mind, which a lot of people don't, like that's a very rare occurrence, honestly. Um, But it took over um, and then, you know, things happen where I start talking about life and talking about yoga and having the conversations. And um, it was a side hustle up until the pandemic. I was teaching yoga a couple classes a week in the gym. um, And then I uh, showed what I showed online, right? I would put videos of me teaching and things like that or showing poses. And then I got in like a couple of yoga challenges and started working with brands. Um, And then when the pandemic hit, I started teaching online, Um, and that has changed a lot. Um, I've met a lot of people, including yourself, Um, (laughs) and I just got more involved in this wellness space all the way to the point where now I'm teaching yoga retreats internationally with amazing women that are just super talented and smart and just have not also felt represented in this space and I am not stopping here we are starting this podcast here we are <laughs> no and I love my it. yoga love journey that. in a nutshell and I love
0: the <laughs> fact that you named your yoga thick thigh yoga because it's 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 us
1: it's us yes yes absolutely um I I legit I was just like I don't feel the representation I don't see it So I need to, I need to be clear about what I'm representing here and presenting to y'all. Yeah. Like (laughs) it needs to be clear who I am here to represent. And like, and that's the thing too. I don't necessarily feel like my practice is only for black women, Mm -hmm. but it is largely for black women, but like I have a lot of followers, and I, I've met a lot of people that are just like these are white women, but they are plus size or uh, Asian plus size women, or you know, just somebody that is that it, it is genuinely harder for them to also fit into their cultures because of the way we centralize this concept of slimness and traditional pr- picturesque whiteness or whatever, uh, fresh from the Caucasus Mountains or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like whatever that's supposed to be, right? So if you're not that, you don't feel like you fit into this crowd. And then so again, finding a space where somebody is saying, look, I have a bigger body. I told you that. You knew that the second you got here. I have a bigger body. Let's now do other things. Let's get that part out of the way. Because <laughs> that's it. We all we have now, now there are so many plus size influencers and yoga teachers and wellness professionals. And like, there's so many pages that like have, like tens of thousands of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers, or, you know, it's like, and I appreciate that these pages have grown. Um, A lot of them I literally met through this process because (laughs) we're not like, there's not a whole, whole lot of us, but there's so many more than there were because there were none. (laughs) I felt like there were none when I got started here. There was like Louise Green and, um, oh no, why am I blanking on her name? Um underbelly yoga. Um Jasmine, Jessamine Stanley. Okay. And like it was like them. These are the two people that we've allowed to be oversized six. Now what? And then like, <laughs> but now there's just been a lot more representation. And I appreciate it and I love it. And I just, I'm glad to be a part of it. I think all of these people need to exist because we've existed in these bodies at least my whole life. Yeah. And I'm built like my grandmother. So I'm sure it, in her lifetime, it did not exist or her especially her youth, her younger it didn't exist. The representation wasn't there because it wasn't there when I was twelve. yeah, so
0: <laughs> no, I hear you
1: so um, Danielle, I would love to know your story,
0: so I'm completely opposite of you. I'm the girl who hated <laughs> yoga. like I it was like, I hate yoga. Everything about yoga trash the clothes are trash the people are trash the studios are trash like I'm like I don't understand why people do this but I'm from San Francisco and I feel like it's like Kevin Bacon everyone knows someone one degree separation of doing yoga <laughs> everyone does yoga it's like oh you're not going to the Bikram class or Pilates or you know bar I mean that's everyone's doing something and so of course I had friends who were yoga teachers or loved yoga they're like come with me i got this group on. it's gonna be amazing and i go and i'm like this is trash <laughs> like i would hurt myself i think because i back then especially i was such a type a curse and i was like oh i see becky with her head all the way you know between her legs and it's wrapped around her neck i could totally do this mm. like i was flexible at one point at least sexually i am um so <laughs> i was like i could totally do this And then like, all of a sudden I've hurt myself and like, now I'm out for a week or longer and it would happen every single time. Mm. What I felt like when I was in class, I felt like I didn't like the clothes. I felt that I didn't feel welcomed. I would look mm-hmm. around and I'm the only person of color. Maybe there's an Asian girl, but nine out of ten, I'm the only person <laughs> of color. Everyone knows what they're doing. They call out some what sounds like a foreign language to me. They might as well have been speaking Chinese or something else. It's like, what's what's this, you know, downward dog right. or these other things? And he <laughs> didn't know what they were talking about. And you know, Uknasana was like, What, what, what huh? do Ujjayi breathing? I'm like, what kind of breathing? like I just didn't understand it and so I gave it up I was like this Mm -hmm. is not for me this is not for me I am not a yoga person that ain't my goal that ain't my story flash forward many many years I'm in Bali I'm in Bali I had you know a situation where I had six people die on me and I went to Bali to heal and so I worked with a Balinese healer and he didn't speak much English. And so all I knew was it included yoga and meditation. So I used my hands. I'm like, this much yoga, that much meditation. Well, he did this much yoga and that much meditation. And after working with them, I was like, why do I mentally feel better? Like, what just happened? And I'm like, oh, Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Try this again. I'm gonna go this other spot that's like literally Burning Man for people who like yogi yoga in boot It's called Yoga Barn. One of my favorite places to go. Like I live whenever I'm in Bali, I must go to Yoga Barn. It is everything. But normally i go there for meditations or the static dances or just the food or just the vibe. So I go and I go to take a class. I'm like I'm gonna take this heart opening class. I'm gonna open my heart. I'm gonna deal with all the grief and it's gonna be amazing. They're like, oh, sorry, miss. Like the class is not like the schedule online is wrong. Total American. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so they signed. <laughs> it's going, ridiculous. Yeah, I was, I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was trying to, I'm like, I'm trying to say Zen. Y'all are messing the Zen vibe. And then they said that, oh, we have this Kundalini yoga class. And like, if you could take, that's what's next. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. And so I take this class, and I'm just doing the moves, doing a basic neck roll. And it was like someone pushed the mute button on a remote control. I had this wave of emotion. I'm just ugly crying. I don't know if you've ever cried in any Mm. other class. I am like snot coming out. Eyes can't see ugly crying (laughs) in a class and can't control it. But once I kind of come out a little bit, I'm like, wait, I'm not the only one crying. Why are other people crying? Mm. What just happened? And so I take another class and I cry again. And other people are crying, but people are crying at different times. And so it was through this experience of releasing emotions in a way that I'm like, I had never experienced before, that had me dive deeper into kundalini yoga. And then what's interesting is, as welcomed and loved as I felt in Bali, came back to the States, Mm. I'm in a class. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this kundalini yoga thing. It's going to be everything. It's going to continue changing my life as like I did in Bali. And I enter the room. It's all women and all white. I'm in this pink outfit because I like color. They look at me. I'm the only person of color. And it was like, I don't know if you remember that movie, I think 48 Hours, when Eddie Murphy goes into the bar and it's like a cowboy bar. And everyone like looks at him like, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. here? And it felt so uncomfortable. And it felt like I wasn't welcome. They're like, well, why are you here? Are you sure you're supposed to be in this class? I'm like, yeah, it says clearly, right? <laughs> are you sure you're <laughs> supposed to be no, I was in like, this
1: class? y'all ain't
0: even <laughs> subtle about it. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? you know hip-hop is down that way (laughs) that's what it felt like I was like yo okay I'm like Mm -hmm. well you're an hour and a half late for salsa Do you? yeah exactly I was like dang this feels really (laughs) uncomfortable and they had their head wrapped which is a thing in Kundalini and I get it now but it just Mm -hmm. felt so unwelcoming and had I not found other people that look like me doing this practice Had I not found my, you know, yoga mentor, I don't think I would have continued. Mm. And I think that's a huge reason why I wanted us to do this podcast and create this podcast. Mm. Because had I let the people in when I first started doing yoga and everyone's doing everything and not explaining everything or making me feel welcomed when I first started, I would have never come back. I would have never come back if I hadn't felt what I felt in bali with the balinese healer had i let these women be my only representation of kundalini yoga in america i would have never gone back to a practice that has been so instrumental in my life and Mm -hmm. that's for me why i want people to not miss out because of the other people who have a tendency to block people who look like you and me so what's your kind of story why did you want to do this podcast?
1: So I really have been considering the concept of building community mm-hmm. a lot in in my business mainly, um, but in as a like as a part of the wellness practice that I teach, I've realized that just like I said, the level of representation wasn't there. Now I'm seeing that again, since the representation is continuing to build. There's still not necessarily a, a sense of a community a lot of the time. Now, there are local communities. There are areas. There are people that I've met that I know now that I'm friends with now that have, and like yourself included, you have hosted 35 women retreat, your person retreat. Like you've got a whole heap of people, you know, you've done these things where you've gathered groups and like and you know, there's really people, people that are really dedicated to a certain teacher. And like, I'll even say like, like that's a space that I got to build in Jamaica, Queens, where there were black people that were ready to come to my class every weekend. They were there religiously. And it was a space where I grew up getting bullied. So to be able to to, to have that space, right. Like, but on, once we shifted to this online space, um, the, 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 the thought of being trapped in your house by yourself also traps you in your thoughts by yourself. And if you're gonna be down on yourself, that's the opportunity for that stuff to grow. Yeah. Um, and so this is a space that we really entered and this is the mental health crisis that our country is still in, in my in, right now. Like we, we entered into it a long time ago, but it became amplified by the pandemic. And now we're in a space where people are really like, no, we're not okay. Um, and so I want to build a sense of community in our online space. Um, and that also, again, this stuff that's happening in my business right now and like for my website and for the thick Tecta Yoga community, especially like going on these retreats now, right. Having groups of girls. I just met up with the girls from Costa Rica last weekend, Love um, that. on that zoom, sense yeah like we were just like hey you guys want to meet let's chat and then like it was just so nice to just see everybody's face and like not everybody could make it unfortunately but like that's real life but it was a space where we felt all very welcome and very excited to see each other and that's the exact opposite of the situation that you just described in your yoga class that you were excited for coming back right Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to be able to create more of that space um I would love for somebody to start their yoga journey and have two happy black faces looking back at them like, all right, listen, y'all, this is what we're doing. This is how we do it. And this is how we make sense of this. If I felt more of that representation when I started, maybe I would have, you know, built my practice a little different. Now, at the same time, maybe I wouldn't be right here. So I have to respect the way the world works and the universe and me, you know, everything falling the way it's supposed to. Um, but I want to be able to create that space here. Um, and I was, when you asked me about it, I was like, yes, that makes sense. I would love to connect with you. We have plans to have so many guests on and have such like complex and interesting and deep conversation. I'm excited for all this to happen.
0: No, I am too. And I really feel like there's more of us out there. Like, I don't know how it feels for you. So being in, we both practice different types of yoga, that are completely different um and I respect the different types and I think there's people don't even know most people don't even know what colonial yoga is whatsoever even people in some people in the, the yoga community they're like they're like oh that's the mm-hmm. one where people wear white I'm not into that and they don't even know what we do and so I find that that's really interesting but I want people to know a that there's different types of yoga but also that mm-hmm we're here. Like when I first became a Kulini yoga teacher, I was excited. And I'm like, I got on the directory and I wanted to find other people who looked like me so I can take their classes. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many pages, you know, when you have, like, you're <laughs> like going through and it says one, two, three, I went through over 20 pages, found one or two people max. Wow. It's taken me a really long time. And there we're out here. But it's taken me a long time to find us. And so I think it's important for have this space to have people who are already in yoga to know that, Hey, we're here. We're creating this community that you want. Those who aren't doing yoga, Hey, let us help you come up with how to you know build your practice and how to avoid some of the bumps that we've experienced. And basically for me, I want this to be a roadmap for those who are people of color to that want to get into yoga, but also to show them what are the amazing benefits of doing it, having a yoga practice. And to just go with that one, what do you feel are the benefits for you of doing a yoga practice or having a yoga practice?
1: I being in tune with my body has changed my life. Mm-hmm. Being knowing what my body should feel like. When I'm in the right space, when I've moved enough, when I'm eating the right amount of food, when I have um, filled my mind with the right things in the day, that that connection, that mind-bodies and even mind-body-spirit connection, huge change in my life. I feel like the understanding of why, like, well, when I feel this way, if I know why I feel that way, I can fix it. Um, and one of the things that I teach in my classes, I always say that physically to me, the purpose of yoga is creating tension on purpose and releasing it on purpose. Yeah. And to have that kind of control, imagine the next time somebody makes you angry and you, and you clench your teeth up and you say, "Mm -mm, my teeth are not supposed to be clenched like this. This doesn't feel good. I'm going to release it. I'm going to let my shoulders drop. This person thinks they're going to get me all riled up. They're not. That piece, that's what gets me there.
0: Everything, I am right there with you. I am right there with you. So I know we have, I know, and you know, we have some amazing guests and we're going to have some topics. Do you want to give people a little bit of a teaser about kind of where we're going with this? It's not just like, oh, here, join yoga and boom. Like, what else are we (laughs) doing?
1: (laughs) So we have so many awesome titles and awesome um, episodes, awesome episodes, <laughs> land out for you, right? So um, we really, we're immediately going to delve into what it's like to start your own practice, right? So if you're confused, what what do I do? How do I start it? What are some options? That's going to come up very soon. Um, and then we really want to break some stereotypes, the things that we, the myths and the the lies and all the foolishness that we've heard about yoga, we want to break those down and you know really un- show people what the connections are and what they really aren't, the things that aren't true at all, What, why somebody might feel this way, but the things that we really don't need to be concerned about. Um, then we're also gonna bring in guests that are representing the male perspective of yoga, um, the navigating the white spaces of yoga, um, cultural appropriation, weed and yoga, right? Like there are a lot of really interesting topics that I am so excited to have these conversations and um, connect each other, right? Like the people that we know connecting each other to more wellness practitioners that look like us for the most part, right? (laughs) Because we still need to be diverse here and we want to be diverse here we want to make that connection of like yeah so sometimes there's athletes and yoga right and you have a team of people they're probably all not going to be the same color either right (laughs) so we have to be able to be and navigate these spaces and have these kind of conversations um do you know what episode you're excited for the most Oh, that's a good
0: question. I think for me, it might be the episode on breaking myths or looking at yoga and spirituality. Mm. I don't know. I, the weed one is interesting too, because I've done weed yoga. And of course, because it's legal here in California. And mm. I'm just like, oh, everyone's just like, oh, you're supposed to bring your own. I, I thought you were, I thought you were supplying. No, no, you don't. Yeah. Oh, no extras. <laughs> I, will, I will give the hint on that one. The beautiful thing about that. I was welcomed as a black person. Oh, you, you didn't bring yours. Here you go. I mean, that's very, it's right. very giving in
1: there. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. Cause of the abundance and the the closeness. Yeah. I know. I taught a couple classes in New York cause it's legalized in New York too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to so be amazing.
0: So for you, if you had one hope, Well, you probably have more, but one wish, one hope of what you want people get out of this podcast, what would you say that would be? I hope
1: that people get a sense of comfort with yoga from this podcast, whatever that is, whether they never even make it to the mat, but they get to listen to all these things and become more informed and intelligent on the subject and can feel like this is a good resource to share Mm-hmm. I think that that is that is the least that I want to hope for. I want to create that sense of comfort with this information. What about you?
0: For me, I want people to realize that we're here, and it's not just black people. I want other people to realize we're black people are in this wellness space. We're here. We're here, and we're really not going anywhere. We're here. <laughs> period
1: yes (laughs) that's it we are here that's a good one because and that is the connection right we just we feel like we don't exist in the space so that's why it's hard for us to join it yeah so I appreciate that well I hope
0: people come back to listen to other episodes on Black in the Mat because they're going to be everything I we're excited and we hope that you are too until then we'll see you guys next time Ciao. Yes. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Black on the Mat.
1: Let's continue connecting, sharing our stories and sowing the benefits of having a yoga practice in your life.
0: Subscribe to Black on the Mat on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube.
1: I am Sasha and you can find me at Thick Thigh Yoga on all social media platforms and thickthaiyoga.com.
0: I'm Danielle and you can find me at Hello Well with Danielle on IG, YouTube and hellowellwithdanielle.com.